Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Well, guys, what do you think about that? <laughs> Hi. Um, Valve, which came out of nowhere. Um, they just announced a new game system, a new handheld that is going to be a it's, a, it's to rival the Nintendo Switch, but on a PC level, which has me conflicted. Not, I get it. There's a lot of similarities. The only thing that um, that this new system. The Steam Deck has um, it's a bit more power. Which means that I don't think that it's optimized. I think this is um, just to, to gauge. I really believe that this system is to gauge how interested People really are in these more. <clears throat> it's gonna sound really messed up. Okay. Everybody wants the Nintendo Switch Pro. However, coming with all that power, there's going to be a bit of limitations. Real world limitations, battery life, and you can always buy the, the um the CPU and the GPU and all that. And I believe that it's here, but there are other components that that has to be met by the public standards. That's why the Switch exists. It was a powerful console level handheld that offers all of those exclusives on the go with power. The Steam Deck it's going to be very powerful, but it reminds me of the days of the Genesis. Oh my god, what was that system called? Game Gear. Beautiful colors, the processor was on point, but that went through six batteries. And you had, at most, 
probably like six hours. If that depends on the game. And I'm talking about you can't recharge this. That's why the Game Boy beat it. It's not about people keep thinking that and, and keep in mind this you can also dock this which may be the Achilles heel to Nintendo because if they get a dock to this where you can put it on the television what well, they did say you can do it but I'm talking about they have a like you know with the TV and everything that's when Nintendo need to start shaking in their boots. But they are touting this. And this is Valve I'm talking about. Valve is, you know, touting this as a, a portable system. I believe that Nintendo is working on the Pro. I just believe that they want to make sure that people get their money's worth. OLED, yeah, they're going to gauge how much that's out. I don't think that that, you know, flew off of shelves, even though scalpers were like, you know, present in the pre-orders. But at this moment, we're going to see how well OLED do. And did I order OLED? No. Did am I going to order the Steam Deck? Probably not. I need more um, information. I mean, let me see something. And keep in mind, they got this um, Xbox Cloud Gaming where you can um, play literally Xbox games on your phone. Keep in mind, the touch control suck, but they also have add-ons contraptions to where you can use your buttons. It's the weirdest thing. And some of them even have the Bluetooth to where you can use said controllers. Nintendo is gauging the market with the OLED. Valve is touting out a more powerful system. Xbox is streaming games via the cloud. And if clearly it's doing good, and I'm talking about Xbox here now, clearly it's doing good because it's now everywhere. And if they've managed to get these game consoles, and I'm talking about Xbox, like streaming directly to the television in the app, 
it's going to be interesting. Because I, I've said this a long time ago, guys. It's not this generation. It's not about power. It helps. But it's about the services. Everyone needs to focus on what are you giving me for $500 and $400 and $300. I have three Nintendo Switches. Am I going to buy the OLED? No, I don't need it. It It doesn't offer me anything. I'm happy playing my um, games on the television. What would make me interested in uh, what's it called again? The Steam Deck is games. I, I If someone bought it for me, will I play it? Yeah. But am I going to run out and get it? No. But with the Xbox, I can play my console on the television. And I can also play my um, game streaming. I can stream my games via my phone, which I do not do. But... That option is available to me. I don't know, guys. I don't know. Let me, let's read a little bit more about this. Um, fact is, the Steam Deck and the Nintendo Switch are going after each other's, going after totally different consumers. The Steam Deck seems to be more generated towards hardcore, I kinda hate that, um, gaming folks who already purchased a library of games on Steam platforms. It seems not unlikely that someone would purchase the deck on its own without an existing Steam account. So, in other words, an an addictive piece of equipment and a luxury one at that, given the price, the Steam Deck appears to be less for the I'll wait for the Switch version crowd and more for the early adopters with cash to burn who have already devoted to the Valve platform. Two different demographics, which means all three of these will exist. The Xbox will be for the Xbox, um, fan base. If you are a heavy PC, player 
and you don't want to look around your big laptop, here, here you go. This is an opportunity for you to play your game. It may not be at the, the best, but you'll be able to play it. And then you have Nintendo. With its vast library. And I don't know. It's when, We'll know more about how to gauge... I would say give it March. March is when we will discover what people are doing. Are you guys going to play um, Skyward Sword? I know I am. I bought it digitally. I don't. I don't understand the. Um, they didn't put a lot of promotional. Like, you know, deals out for the physical release. Except for the Amiibos, which, mind you, the Amiibos are going to be delayed. How crazy is that? I don't see. I I know the benefits of it, but it's like, no, I want to play this game and it's normal for I don't want the additional stuff. I'll pick up the amiibo at a later date if or when available but not to benefit the game. I don't want to have any additional benefits. I want to go in and play this game because the way how it plays, I bought it on the Nintendo Wii. I did not play it. I bought it with the gold controller, the Wii remote. And, um, but I didn't play it. I didn't play the game. And that's weird because when it comes to Zelda, something was going on that... That was that that clearly took me out. But on the Nintendo Switch, yes, I did buy it. And I am going to play it. Um Persona 5. Well not Persona, but Atlas, the people who made Persona. Um, they're going to be having their anniversary coming up. And, and um, as of this year, <clears throat> the Persona series has sold over 15 million copies worldwide. To all our fans who have supported us for so long, we thank you from the bottom of our, our hearts. And... This coming September, the Persona series will finally celebrate its 25th anniversary. To show our gratitude to everyone, we are preparing a number of celebrations for the 25th anniversary year, which will last for about one year. Um, they're going to be announcing different, different games um under the the um the persona atmosphere 
or universe? I'm not sure. Okay, I hate to do this. Guys, but see, as a 22, wait a minute. So, but if they're saying that it's 15 million copies worldwide for the persona, are they talking about that's the series? Or PS5, I mean, um, Persona 5? Um... Persona 5 achieved over 1.3 million copies sold I don't believe that no that's strikers that's strikers um Yeah, Persona 5, 1.8 million copies, but the Strikers sold 1.4 or 1.3. So if they saw fit. Why am I going up these numbers, guys? Listen. I hope there's going to be a new Persona game. I hope with these announcements that um, they do not bring. I don't want them to bring Persona 5 to, um, to Nintendo. If they do, I also want them to bring it to the Nintendo, um, to um, Xbox as well. I believe that they need to put it on all platforms and not make an exclusive. I didn't go as far as seeing that for Shin. Shin Tensei Mika. Shin Tensei. I believe they should do that too. But um and this is like for six. For six, make it platform on all platforms. And if you're going to do Persona 5 remake or remaster or whatever you want to call it, make it available on all platforms, including Xbox. Because I'm going to be honest with you guys, that 15 million of an install base of over 150 million. That's not a good number. And I bought it. I bought Persona 5. Have I played it? No. But I have bought it and I bought it on sale. On 
PlayStation Digital. I think it was $10. Let's talk a little bit about EA. Now, when I first heard about this story, Hold on, let me just give you a little background. And this is from Snatch Gear. The recent reveal of FIFA 22 might be exciting for a lot of gamers out there. But the process of upgrading upgrading the game between generation is anything but. Many publishers office offers next-gen upgrades for their games, meaning that if you buy it on the last-gen consoles, be it the PS4 or the Xbox One, you can upgrade it to the current-gen Xbox Series or PS5 when you get one of those consoles. Now, the PS5 in the Xbox Series will be getting an upgrade which will um, play to one of EA's engines for the game. However, that being said, they're not going to, um, they're not going to offer that for PCs. Um, it's something that um, EA called Hypermotion Gameplay, which combines machine learning with 11v11 motion cap- cap- capture to improve how players play or move during the match. This feature will not be added to the PC counterpart. It's a marketing gimmick. That's what it is. The the um the PC they they said they wanted to focus on the PC minimals because even though that was hardcore people who plays are playing on consoles. So I see that. But for people who play on the PC, they have some of the best equipment out there. Why did you not just put that in there? Better yet. Better yet. Why did EA just not offer that option? And you can forget about the Nintendo Switch legacy. You're playing on the Nintendo Switch. You're playing a copy and place game that is on. That is the exact same engine. The exact same um, features. 
only an updated roster of a 2019 game. That's what this is. But here's the thing, guys. A lot of people are coming. I was going to give. I was going to come for EA next to, and then I realized something. I'm not mad at EA. Not one bit. This falls on y'all's shoulders. Yes, you might not like this opinion, but this is on y'all. EA feels empowered to do all these shenanigans, which will bleed over into their other franchises because you allow it. These practices will hurt you. I don't understand it. I really don't. I don't understand why y'all run out to buy that game when you know within two months that 60 price, 70 price would literally drop down to 30. You guys, you casuals, and not even just you casuals, I'm talking to you hardcore FIFA console gamers. Stop accepting this shit. Speak with your wife. You are playing FIFA. 2021 I've seen I have seen these games and I may sound naive but let's be honest you're playing because the roster you're not playing for the features the camera is too far out for you to recognize that talking to you Europeans Europe cause this y'all literally drive FIFA the Americas do the um the two K's you cannot tell me that y'all need the newest FIFA Get the 2021 version. Really? Just do that. You have it. You already have it. You do not need to have this 2022. 
speak with your wallet because it's going to come to a point where they are literally going to put your favorite player behind a paywall. This, these practices will not end well for you. And you guys are the fans. No one should be buying the Nintendo Switch version. Absolutely no one. When these reviews come out for these games, be honest. I would tell them just like how they did with the Nintendo Switch. Don't buy it. For what? Why are you buying it? An updated roster? If you wanted to pay just an updated roster, tell them just to give you uh, a DLC for your current game. The $60 price tag? The $70 price tag? That y'all are paying? It doesn't make sense. It makes sense to them because it keeps them floated. And they keep doing these practices that ultimately it's going to hurt you. The gamers, the fans. You keep giving these companies an inch and they will fly a mile. Don't go get this game. And I know that's controversial. Don't buy this game. It's not worth it. And if you need to have the game, you just need to have the game. Get it on sale. Wait till it's on sale. Then that's when you go buy it. Yes, you will be playing catch up. And that's how you have to go in. Yeah, I'll be playing catch up, but. It'll save me some money. And we'll also send a message to these big companies that these practices are not to be tolerated. So, again, this is not about EA. This is about y'all. The super casuals who buys the PS4 just for these games or the PS5 just for sports games. Stop letting them do this. They are literally killing the very thing which you like to play. And those are your top stories in gaming. (laughs) 
And now, here's your top stories in pop culture. Okay. I brought other cultures except for the black culture to just sit behind the side and listen. I want to talk to the black community. This is about the baby. So let me go into this. you were able to hear that I know I'm not the best quality at this moment that's a work in progress even after all this stuff hmm. the baby showed up mind you started recording before he even opened the door he saw two young black boys selling candy on the street alright And the baby asked the guy, the little, the, the, the child, not the guy, I'm sorry. I hate when they over, like, you know, make children adults, particularly black children. The baby asked the child, hey, how much do you want for the box? Not how much the box is. How much do you want for the box? The little little guy said, $200. He said he usually makes $400 with a box of Skittles. Because people like to donate. He is literally giving the baby. Mind you. Who came. To this child. With a stack. Of hundreds. Let's not say hundreds. Let's not be that gracious. A stack. Of bills. There were two young children, entrepreneurs, who was looking for an opportunity from someone who had the means to provide. Someone who looked like them. 
I know for a fact that the baby has literally wasted $200 and then some on bullshit. Take, for instance, what he was wearing. He was wearing a Balenciaga fucking cardinal. Cardinal. That's what he was wearing in the summer. So it hit the Breakfast Club, it hit some blogs, it hits um, the social media, and people were drawing lines in the sand. But again, at this moment, I want to talk to the black community. The black community most of the black community was seeing that these children was trying to finesse the baby. How? The baby asked him how much you want for the box. Not how much the box cost. How much you want for the box. The child gave a quote. The baby did not agree with it. The baby could have had someone in his entourage to go to the store and buy him A box full of Skittles at a local bodega, at a local um, grocery store. But what he decided to do is let's get a camera on the phone and ridicule these kids that look like him. These children was clearly in the upscale neighborhood. Have you seen that sidewalk? How clean that sidewalk look? Number one, these kids know the value or the potential value of their time and their effort. Hence why they went out to that neighborhood in order to sell their candy. Because they went into an environment of people who can provide them an opportunity to give them not only $200 for the box, but they can walk away with the potential of $400. So here you got this 
thousand in. Let me be honest with you guys. Most rappers and these um, music people, they're not really that. Ex- they don't. They don't really have all that money. It's for flash, and especially since that over this last year with the pandemic, they haven't been doing a lot of shows because that's where they make their money. So I call them thousandaires. They're millionaires only in name. They come across this thousandaire who approach them with a stack of money and tries to shortchange them. It's insane that you guys are literally trying to say that these children are trying to finesse him. There was a lesson here to be learned. The baby could have given these children an opportunity all the while giving them a lesson. Instead of him admiring that hustle, which, let me know if I'm wrong. Isn't this what the baby talks about in his music? Isn't this what mostly rappers talk about in their music? The struggle? Instead of him giving him a lesson on how to be more efficient at making money, because clearly the baby got it, he approached him with a stack full of money. He ridiculed them. Made fun of them. And only bought up, up um, $4 worth of candy. Talking about I was going to give you the 200 I would have gave you the 200 had you come at me correctly. Stop playing the baby. You was not. I love the comment on this video. To the black community, y'all need to do better. I'm going to tell you something. In the 50s, in the 60s, when black people were proud of being black, when black people literally build communities that featured them, that empowered them, was lost. If a black pimp had the money and he was in the black community, he gave money back to the black community. That's how deep and proud black people were. Do you hear what I'm saying? A pimp 
despite all his shortcomings, despite the, 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 the crap that he's doing to the women of the community, which no one is trying to highlight here, he's an asshole. Would have given that kid $200 just because the kid had tried. And would have given them some game. Go here. I wouldn't be surprised a black person didn't tell that child to go up up to the upscale neighborhood. Why? Other cultures, other races, you see this. In the, the Latino community, you see this in the Asian community, and you most certainly see this in the white community. They will put their people on before they put anyone else on. And that's a fact. I don't get it. You came. This is the baby. You came to two entrepreneurs with a stack full of money. And you wanted to give the littlest. This is why there's no black community. And I mean, no black businesses in black communities. They don't like going to you black people because you don't offer nothing. It's all, give me, give me, give me. This is mine, this is mine, and only mine. Not saying that this is completely true, because there are entrepreneurs who do reinvest back into the community. I will never take that away from them. But this behavior from the baby and how everybody is patting the baby on the back, this is how y'all will stay in the trenches. I'm sorry. Y'all will forever stay in the trenches. You're supposed to reprimand the baby. He's a grown man who has the means to provide for his people. Now was the time not to be selfish at that moment. It was the time to give opportunities. He could have gave the child the $200 to where he went. Instead of buying back one, he could have bought back four boxes. And then those children could have possibly had someone else come in and then they would have made, instead of four boxes, eight. $200 to $300 per box, that's a lot of money. Do not continue to encourage this foolishness. I'm talking about foolishness now. Um, 
best football player. Hold on, let me try to find this recording. tell y'all something when I heard this audio when I tell you that my blood number one that dispatcher needs to be fired there was no compassion there was no professionalism at all at all That woman who was already in an emotional state trying to handle a grown man who is inebriated, that is very hostile, is trying to manage this and being confronted. Like, this woman is being confronted like, why the fuck are you calling me? Why are you calling me? Hello, you're 911. And you're talking to me as if I'm bothering you. You can't write this shit. I hope that woman gets fired. 
she doesn't need to do whatever. I don't know. You know, I don't know what she did to get there. And I'm talking about to the, um, to the, um, dispatcher. I don't know what she did to get there, but she is horrible at her job. Now, I gather that she was trying to get information, but not in that fucking tone while someone is dealing with someone in an emotional state that they were in. All this woman had to do is tell them, hey, the cops are on its way. They're on their way. Let me gather a bit more information so I can relate this to them while they're on their way. Not once did that dispatcher say that the cops were on their way. Not once. She was like, you need to explain to me why I should send cops to you. Why? The point is, is that when they call the cops, people are usually in a high, higher emotional state. When they hear the words that the cops are on their way, that emotional state seems, seems to always calm down. That way they are able to communicate before the cops get there to the dispatcher to let the cops know what is the scenario, what's going on. Another thing. You should never, ever tell the dispatcher to tell the police officers, please do not kill the person who I'm calling for you to help. Detained, yes. But please, don't kill them. The fact that this woman said, please don't kill him, instantly shot. Yeah, this is a black person. He's a big black person. And I know that y'all gonna get out without the situation. And this also leads to as to why when they get out of these cars and they first shoot before they ask questions, this is why. This dispatcher let them run willy-nilly. When they thought that his state of mind is meant to be aggressive towards them when it wasn't. I was so angry, as you probably can, you probably gather. And then here comes this fucking, this child, this adult child. This woman who's in the Victoria's Secret, that shit is insane. That's insane. 
you keep telling the black communities and other communities of colors as to the reason why they don't it was the purest example of victimization because that woman was white and she used she weaponized her whiteness she weaponized her tears she embarrassed me as a fucking woman you was not being you grew up not being accountable for shit or you might have been accountable towards people that look like you but you most certainly look down on people who do not look like you I am most certain about that you looked the fool and then during that video Two other white women was in the um two other white women were in the line and they told the black woman maybe you should leave bitch what what did you say to me I should leave wait a minute so let's take this scenario you have someone who was very physical with me aggressively when I pulled out my phone to assess and record this situation, she becomes a blubbering, blubbering mess because she knows that she's now being held accountable for her actions. And I'm keeping a safe distance from her, but I'm also going to keep this camera on her because she had demonstrated to me that she can be very volatile. And you who is an innocent bystander who happens to be white viewed me as a perpetrator. You, the mental gymnastics you had to go through to come to that conclusion is beyond me. The woman who was a blubbering mess in the middle of a store you don't want her removed but you want the victim removed you're recommending the person who was assaulted accosted you could have sat there bought your fucking panties and bras and laughed but you want to put your two cents in and for the blubbering goddamn um child woman child you need your ass kicked And then when the officers and the security guards got there, they didn't, this, this is, this is the most fucked up part about it. They didn't know what to do. That's scary. That's scary. But God forbid if that black woman just raised one octave and her tone, you got six motherfucking security guards running to that one motherfucking area. But let this 
woman, this fucking fool, act a fucking fool, crying in the middle of the store, they don't know what to do. Man, y'all better get y'all shit together. Y'all better get y'all shit together. People of color are tired of y'all shit. They are tired. We talked enough about a lot of bulls. Um, let's go over. Let's go over um the Emmys now. I'm only gonna name a couple of them, okay, guys. Outstanding lead actor in a limited TV uh, series. Paul Bettany for WandaVision. Hugh Grant, The Undoing. Ewan McGregor. Halston, Lynn Manuel, Miranda, Hamilton, Leslie Odom, Hamilton. My choice. I'm gonna give it to Hugh Grant. The undoing, he did really good with that. He did really good. He was convincing. Um, outstanding lead actress in a limited series or TV movie. Michaela Cole. She better win. She better win. I don't, I told you guys, go and watch I May Destroy You. That show was daring. Cynthia Ereville, genius Aretha Choplis. I just, I don't trust that chick. Um, Elizabeth Olsen, WandaVision. Anna Taylor-Joy, the Queen Gambit, that's a good competition, and Kate Winslet for Mayor, uh, Mayor of Easttown. But Michaela should get that. She should get that. I said lead actor in a comedy. Anthony Anderson Blackish, he already has one. Um, William H. Macy, Shamely, he already has one. Michael Douglas, the Comsky Method. Jason Sadusky's Ted Lasso, but he won that for last year. And Keenan Thompson, Tom Thompson for Keenan. I hope they give it to Keenan. Keenan is very talented, and he does not get his flowers. Outstanding actress, uh, Jean Smart, Hacks, Kaylee Kuko, the flight attendant, Tracy Lee Ross, Blackish. A.D. Byron for Shrill and Allison Janey, Mom. I'm going to be honest with you guys, I have not seen these shows. Except for Blackish. Ascending lead actor in drama Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us, Jonathan Major, Lovecraft Country. I want to say yes, but then I don't. Um, Josh O'Connor, The Crown, you want to say he did good. He did do a good Prince Charles. 
Reginae pays for Bridget and he, they might give it to him. Matthew Reese, Perry Mason, and Billy Porter Pulse, an actress, outstanding actress in a drama, Uzio Abduba, Uzio Abduba in Treatment, Olivia Coleman, The Crown, Emma Corrin, The Crown, Elizabeth Moth, The Handmaid's Tale, MJ Rodriguez for Pulse, I think they're going to give it to her, and Journey Summit, some. I know it's, it's, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit, some that, Lovecraft Country, it's between Journey and MJ, Outstanding Limited Series, WandaVision, Mayor of Easttown, I May Destroy You, Underground Railroad, and The Queen Bandit. If I had to choose one between all of these, and keep in mind, I actually enjoyed all of them. But I May Destroy You was too daring. That show was daring, and they executed it perfectly. And keep in mind, I love Mayor of Easttown. I thought that was a wonderful drama. But it did not touch I May Destroy You. Outstanding comedy. Blackish, Cobra Kai. I, I still have not seen that series. Emily in Paris. Hack, The Flight Attendant, The Comedy Method. Pin 15. Ted Lasso. I mean, I don't want to keep telling me to watch Ted Lasso. I might give it a, a, a chance, though. To be honest with you, I couldn't pick one. I really couldn't. Outstanding Drama. The Boys, Bridgerton, The Crown, Handmaid's Tale, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, and Pose. For me, it's between Lovecraft Country and um, The Crown, if I'm being honest with you guys. When does this show up? You will be able, we will be able to see this come September 19, 2021. That's when they will be playing the Emmys. And I will be there. Because I want to see Michaela win. She deserves it, guys. Most of the writing. Most of the production. And a phenomenal actress. So. Yeah, I think we'll end there on those light notes. They're all. And also, look. um, Go check out Normally video um wild side that girl if she can do anything she can definitely dance but here's my own little criticism sweetheart jesus god let young ladies just need a little bit of imagination just a little bit just a little bit 
I like what she's wearing. What she was wearing was incredible. But just leave a little bit to the imagination. That's just my small critique. But no one ain't touching that girl in dancing. No one. She is, that song is really cute. And I love that it plays homage to Aaliyah. And those were your top stories in pop culture. Well, guys, it looks like it comes to the end of this week's episode here on Cheap Trails. I've been your host, Etheria. Thanks for hanging out, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. Be sure to visit jdmintcollectibles.com for all of your Pokemon card trading card games needs and knickknacks. Again, that is jdmintcollectibles.com. If you'd like to write in, you can contact us at cheesebellspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Cheap Drill Podcast 01. 